You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. I didn't get into everything today, but let me finish with this. Can you say praise God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I feel the anointing. Lift your hands and thank him. Glory, glory, glory. First Corinthians 14, verses 13, 14, 15, verse 13. Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding, in other words, your mind. So you see, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, man is a spirit. He has a soul, which is the mind, the will, the intellect, the emotion, and a body. So when you pray, you're praying out of your spirit. What did Paul say in 1 Corinthians chapter 2? He said God searches the heart and he reveals it into the spirit of man. So your spirit has the revelation, but your mind doesn't have the understanding. So when you begin to pray under the prophetic anointing, Paul said here, my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? Verse 15. I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. You can train your human spirit to begin to function in your natural mind. The mind is the battlefield. It's either ruled by your flesh or it's ruled by your spirit. But the mind is the battlefield. I choose to have my mind ruled by the Holy Ghost who is in my spirit. Can you say amen? That's why Paul said you got to put your flesh. You got to die daily. He didn't mean drop dead. He means you got to put your flesh under. Don't yield to fleshly desires, but rebuke that in the name of Jesus and say my mind is filled with the mind of Christ. Amen. And my spirit is hooked up to God and I yield to the Holy Spirit. I close with this. That preacher friend of mine, Brother McIntyre, he just went home to be with the Lord. He was a true prophet of God, a New Testament prophet. I learned a lot when I was with him, and I thank God for him. He said to me, I told him, I said, if I knew you was going to come at four in the morning, I don't know if I'd have been praying daily, especially in the middle of the winter. It was February, four feet of snow. We're, we're going through the snow to go pray over a log. But it was more than praying in a woodshed. It was learning principles of the prophetic anointing that was in his life. And he told me a story. He said, when I took over the youth camp, the Whited Bible Camp in Aroostook County, so when I took that over, Bill Wilson had stepped down and Bill Wilson later had come here. And he said, everybody thought that Bill Wilson hung the moon and caused the sun to shine. And he said, nobody had a, had a good word for me. And he said, it was hard to fill his shoes. And one day the Lord said, I never told you to fill his shoes. But he said, I do want you to continue the work and I'll use you in a greater measure than I used him here. And it later proved out to be so. And Brother McIntyre would pray every day and prophesy and the Lord would give him visions and he began to build the campus for young people. Over 10,000 young people went through that camp in his ministry. Thank God, God has a purpose. So one day he was building the dormitory for the girls and he needed steel and none of the churches in the fellowship would give money. And that happens sometimes. People just, they don't have the vision you have. They're not as excited as we are. And so, no, he couldn't get the money. And so every morning he'd get up, 
He lived over in New Brunswick. And he'd drive out to the Trans-Canada and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. And he'd go to the same place every day. And he'd look out over the field covered with snow and the trees covered with snow. And he said, Father, you know, youth camp starts in June. And he began to pray in the Spirit. And the Lord would say to him, there's your steel. And he'd pray in the Holy Ghost. He did that every day for two months. And the Lord said, there's your steel. And all he saw was a field covered with snow. But come spring, around the 1st of April, it began to melt. And as it melted, he saw something sticking out of the snow. And so he walked down over the edge of the Trans-Canada, and he scraped the snow aside, and there was a load of steel laying underneath the snow. And God had told him for two months as he prayed in the Holy Ghost, there's your steel. And so he did the right thing. He called the Royal Canadian Mounted Police that controlled the interstates and roads of Canada. Has a trucker reported a load of steel missing? And the Canadian Mounted Police in Ottawa checked their databases and they said, no, there's no stolen steel. There's no lost steel. And so uh, uh, Brother McIntyre called Royce Sargent, I know Royce, who brought his 18-wheeler over and they had a hoist on it and they put all those steel beams on the back of that trailer of Royce's 18-wheeler. Then they drove it across the border. And when they got to the border, you usually have to pay customs or duty. And so the, the agent said, uh, uh, how much is this steel? And Brother McIntyre said it was for free. Well, you're not getting out of paying duty. He said, I'm just telling. He said, you don't have any paperwork? He said, no. But he said, the Lord provided this. And so the duty officer made him pay $1. Amen. <laughs> Instead of 10000 Glory to God for the records. And he drove it over to the camp. And he and Royce took it off the trailer. And when they measured the steel they needed for the second floor of the girls' dormitory, when they measured the steel that they had, when they cut it where it was supposed to be cut, to the very inch, every single eye beam was what they needed until they finished out the run on that floor. And later, one time Brother Mac was praying, and the Holy Ghost said to him, you don't understand the power of the pro prophetic. When you were praying in the Spirit, I was making that steel for you. Are you listening to me? That's why the Royal Canadian Mounted Police couldn't find a trucker that lost his load or a stolen load. There are things in your spirit that when they manifest and I stood in that building, I got on that second floor and danced in the Holy Ghost on the I-beams. Hallelujah. Because God's power is real. I believe many of us are living far below our potential as believers. But if we'd get over into the prophetic, there's some things that God would do for us. Hallelujah. To make everything right. Stand on your feet with me, will you please? It's quarter of. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven. We thank you for taking your lunch hour to be with us. We've got even more folks here today than yesterday. It's a blessing. Praise God. Praise God. Must be a hunger in your heart, friend, to move in the prophetic. Hallelujah. Everybody lift your hand and thank God. Say, I yield to the Holy Ghost. And I have received the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of Christ that is in me is searching the inward parts of my belly. And as I speak under the anointing to God, He edifies me. He changes me for the better. Never for the worse. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost now, lift both hands and pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Mundo Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.